Welcome to Theater of Delights, the finest radio stories brought to you over the airwaves here in the Pleasure Zone. And now we return to Fahrenheit 420, one man's journey through the valley of the shadow of weed. In a coma from huffing so much gas, will John Applepie overcome his deadly green addiction? This is Fahrenheit 420, Episode 2, Silent Majority Report. Give it to me straight, Dr. Bongulus. We're here in the hospital. Standing next to my partner, Jonathan Applepie, who's in a coma from inhaling weed. I'm shaking my damn head about it, and I need to know how much of that good kush got in his lungs. Thank you for asking me, Dr. Bonculus, a physician with a concentration in weed, never seen without his trademark cat-in-the-hat-style hat. That is to say... I'm afraid your partner's weedicule levels are off the charts. Weedicule? Doctor, I'm a man of pulse-pounding action. Give it to me plain and simple. If he were to wake up, he'd be in a state of delirium, or even psychosis. Simpler than that! He'd be... insane. Insane? Crazy as hell, yes. Little is known of weed science, Mr. Rock and Load. There is a reason it is illegal, and the government made a second fire department that does the opposite of what the regular fire department does. The popular theory held is that marijuana is the attack spot of a dangerous alien race, a race from Dankulon 7. As for your partner, for now we can only hope he'll get lucky, and maybe come out only mildly polyamorous. Ah... It's me, John, from the coma. I'm stirring in my sleep. Mm. It appears the subject is waking up. Mr. Lock and Load, you must train your firearm on him. You crap lunatic! This gun is for gesturing dramatically at nerds, not aiming at another man of the force. If you do not keep your partner in check, it is possible you will awaken with enough grass madness to kill everyone in the state. Damn you, green devil! I just had the craziest dream, but now I'm waking up with a big stretch. Mm. Doc, he's reaching! You must fire now! Ow! Cease your fire! Damn it to hell, Rex, you've dinged me with your blast! He seems normal. My bad. Luckily, this is also the gunshot ward. No harm done, Doctor. I'm sure you had my best interests at heart. Now, to stem the bleeding by putting my entire hand on it. And there. What's happening? Why am I in the hospital? I took you here after you sucked up that Chiba. Chiba? Yes. You've been recovering after huffing that nasty skunk. Skunk? We had to put you on a tomato soup IV you sucked up so much skunk. The last thing I remember, I took my helmet off. You took your helmet off? Well, that sounds like the behavior of a man who wants to chief a bongload. I'm sure it was malfunctioning and this stupid secret papist couldn't fix it. That is what happened. And I am not a Catholic. Tell it to the Pope. 
Could I get a second alone with my partner, Doc? He seems stable enough. I'll need to start his gunshot treatment soon anyways. No rush, I put my hand on it. Nurse, makes this man a grilled cheese. Right away, Doctor. I've also been here the whole time. And Mr. Lock and Load, if he gets any verse. I know what to do. Great. I'm walking out the door, and I'm leaving, and I've closed the door behind me, and that's it for me. Say, Rex, you really shot a lot of holes in the hospital bed and the surrounding walls. You listen to me, Apple Pie. You're going to tell me what happened in that dank cloud of chaos. My helmet, it malfunctioned, you see. That helmet was a masterclass in comfort. What are you saying, Rex? I tried it on, and it was like wearing a cloud or my beloved Calvin's. It cradled and supported my skull's natural geometry. Rex, listen! No! You listen, you blouse-wearing freak! This is a hospital gown. I put my ass on the line, and if what I think is true, and you've gone bad, hombre, well, let's just say things will get bad, hombre. I swear! I swear to the god of Martin Luther! No soy un bad hombre! (laughs) I guess we'll see, senor. You may be shot full of holes... But I got my eye on you, Apple Pie. Now I'm gonna leave this room to go blast a cig. Okay, he's gone. Now that I'm alone in this room, I can finally think about everything that happened silently in my head. Just like this. I must have been playing the role of the fool, taking off my helmet to rip that Cali surprise. I should have just done my job and torched that godforsaken grass, but it felt... So groovy, like taking a rainbow ship down to Good Vibes Island. Oh, Dream, what have you done to me? Oh, no, now I'm thinking about Dream. Rex is not a girl, not yet a woman, daughter. When I should be thinking of my dearest sex partner and wife, Mildred, how many days have I been in the hospital? How many of my wife's ODs have I missed? Oh, Dream, why have you led me down this gumdrop cobbled road? Dream! Mr. Applepie, it's me, Dream. I'm here in your hospital room with a medical grilled cheese sandwich for you, because I volunteer here at the hospital. Oh, uh, what a surprise. I was just thinking about my wife. But please, Dream, call me by my name, John. Okay, John... It's me, Dream. I'm here in the hospital room with a medical grilled cheese sandwich for you because I volunteer here at the hospital. Thank you. I'm able to lay back comfortably in my hospital bed due to the newly casual nature of this conversation. As for this delicious sandwich, I've never heard of them being used to adjust someone's humors this way. Grilled cheese is the number one treatment for the bod lost. Bod lust? An insatiable lust for the stickiest buds. They'll be watching you closely now that they know you've huffed up that gas. Dream, I know you're a true individual. A representation of a path I didn't take in the past. But you're speaking gibberish. I'm putting my finger over your lips whilst putting one over my own to signal you to be quiet. This is exactly what I'm foreboding you of. Since you chiefed so hard you ended up in the hospital, you've been noticed by the silent majority. But I'm part of the silent majority, and we won't stand by and let the pussies ruin this country. 
Spare! Ow, my bullet wound! The unsettlingly non-bloodshot eye of the silent majority is fixed upon you, Jonathan. And if you're gonna survive, you have to listen to my stealth advice. Number one, no more of that glorious weed. Now hold on. Number two, no more fun words like dank, crunchy, skunklicious, or making up new words like flork. Which brings me to number three. Be cool, man. It's the cops. These are all of the best methods to avoid the tree cogs. But dream, what are tree cogs? Special officers that report to the silent majority. You can pick them out by their fingers, which are wrinkly from staying in baths too long. They sit in the bath and think about all the parties they're not invited to, and then call the cops on them. They know that you're going to smoke that cheap before you do. Then they lock you up and throw away the key. Before you smoke more weed. Uh-huh. Tree cogged. I can't believe you have all this information on the secret arm of our incredibly oppressive government, of which I am proud to work for. How did you find all this out? From my friend Todd. He's two years older and he played bass. You, you, won't, you wouldn't get it. Can I find Todd? Can Todd help me? Todd is busy. He's in a band? So you're saying I have to get to the tree cog on my case before it gets to me. No, John, not at all. No one has ever caught a tree cog in time before. They're far too slippery from all the soap water. That soap has to come from somewhere, Dream. Why, I wouldn't be surprised if these jackals make a trip to the local bed and bath works every day. Oh, John, please don't try to catch these slippery boys. Well, what should I do then? If I'm gone, who will fuck my wife? Here, have a tobacco cigarette. They stimulate the mind. (coughs) Mm, Thank you, this helps. It's so nice you can smoke in hospitals again. It is nice. A little slice of Party City here in God's America. That's it, Dream. Party City. The mythical city of parties? Roughly 45 minutes from the town we live in? If it exists? The amount of sick dudes who just don't give a fuck partaking in the unending smoke sesh must overload the tree cog senses. Like finding a marijuana needle in a marijuana haystack. There's no way to know. Knowing stuff is for nerds and God. But a rude dude always follows his gut. Wow, you may be older, but you're so in touch with your body. I am. And right now my gut is saying... Take your intercourse partner and lady wife Mildred out Party City Way. And yum, grilled cheese. I'm putting my hand on your shoulder to hammer home the fact that you've helped me through the power of physical touch. I'm putting my hand on your hand because I'm unsure if I'll ever see my gentle neighbor again. Damn, that sig ruled. I know you can smoke them inside, but I choose not to. Dream, what are you doing here? I was she bringing was bringing him a me medical a medical grilled cheese, grilled cheese sandwich. sandwich. Well, I hope it worked, because Dr. Bonulus told me you're ready to be discharged. Truly? Even with this gaping bullet hole in my shoulder? He said the cure for that was tough love. Now get in this wheelchair I brought you, you piece of shit. Thanks for dropping me at Bath and Body Works, Rex. I'll only be just a moment. 
I always knew you were a little Pris Bath Boy. I'm not a Pris. I'm not. Yes, you are Pris Boy at the Pris store, and I'm buying stock in gay. Because judging by you, it's going to the moon. I'll remind you that I can't be gay because I have a woman wife. A woman wife who happens to be the only reason I'm entering this den of scent and lubrication. Fuck. Checkmated. God damn it. Defeated with logic. I'm punching the car. I'm punching it to discharge my frustration in the line of best friend duty. Just wait here in the car. God damn it. Okay. I've made it into the local bath and body works. It is quite the boon Rex didn't follow me into this world of women. The only reason I'm here is to track down one of those over-soaked tree cogs. Hmm. I guess when in the land of lube, one should start in the lotion aisle. What's this? Looks to be a woman with an extremely tall baby. Judging by its height and weight, it would be in the 300th percentile. Allow me to hide in plain sight behind this bath bomb display. Bradley, how long do we have to wait in the lotion aisle? I'm missing my shows. The time is nigh, Mother. The new widow-sexual I have been assigned will be arriving soon, and he must be pulled out, root and stem. How often do we have to come to the Bath and Body Works? Every day? I'm so tired of it. You don't have to come, Mother. It's for my job. I'm an adult, and I have a job exposing filth for the government. No, it's nice spending time together. You know, you could work for my friend Dennis at his travel agency. I'm not going to work at a travel agency, Mother. I'm a tree cog, and the time is nine. My feet hurt is all. We will get you a foot product after the confrontation. Hey, tree cog. Now that I've eavesdropped upon you, I'm bursting out from behind this bath bomb display to challenge you to straight male combat, you smooth freak. How nice of you to come out, Mr. Apple Pie, when I knew you were there the whole time. No, you didn't. I was hiding. Yes, I did. A tree cognated it. I can see the future of anyone who smokes weed. Listen here, you... I bear no ill will towards any upright man, but if you care to tell the whole world I've been puffing grass, I'll have no qualms snuffing your ass. Oh, apple pie, be reasonable. Your right arm is in a sling. You stand no chance in close combat with one as smooth as I. We'll see about that. We will see. I have seen many worlds, and the most gentle for you is a quiet resignation into life in federal prison. Turn yourself in, fireman. Here you are, the quarry, and I, the hunter. And I'm Cheryl, Bradley's mother. Mother! Oh my god, not now! Don't yell, you're embarrassing me. I'm not yelling! Jesus! Do you accept my call to physical challenge or not, you bald bastard? I accept it, but know this, Jonathan. I have seen the many branches of the time tree. Take that, you! How do you like being crushed by an entire shelf of household appliances? You fucking broke my arm! Such language. 
Someone should wash your mouth out with a bath bomb. Oh, oh! Gag! You're shoving a bath bomb in my mouth! Gag! I'm shoving a bath bomb in your mouth. Mother, help! Bradley, the rules of straight male combat must be observed. Oh, no. The bath bomb is frothing in his mouth, slowly asphyxiating my boy's lungs with moisturizing goo. Jeez. Ha, ha, ha. My boy. He's dead. Dead from straight male combat. That's right. And you'll keep your mouth shut if you know what's good for you. To speak of it would break the rules of the straight male combat women's auxiliary clause. That's right. You men fight and us broads give you this single moment of peace for once in your goddamn lives. We crave that silence. Who would even listen? Just another smooth psychic boy dead. Wouldn't even make the six o'clock news. I'm glad that's neatly tied up. With a bow. With a bow, that's right. Well, off to escape to Party City with my lady wife Mildred, fleeing both the law and our former lives. Another secret I solemnly keep to honor my freshly murdered son. Indeed. I'm leaving the store now. Nice meeting you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. There's Rex with the car. Hood, slide into the passenger seat. Don't slide on the hood of my car like some car wash whore. This is my car, Rex. How about you eat shit? Now that grass mania has driven him to kill, can John make it to Party City in time to escape the law? Find out next episode on Theater of Delights!